Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Successful Mentalist podcast. My name is Aidan O'Sullivan and I'm joined by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Ashley Green. Hello, everyone. I love I love how bad we are with these intros sometimes and especially today this is a really important episode today where we are basically telling people that they must have a business plan and our intro is very much a case of hey okay okay fine good day good morning good afternoon good evening welcome to the TSM podcast with Ashley and Aiden crack on He's unhinged. He's unhinged. Anyway, so yeah, today we're actually talking about uh, business plans and more importantly, why you must have one even as an entertainer. Now, we're going to talk about a lot of things that in the context of business and actually having running a business, you're probably going to be familiar with if you've done any work and any had a look in any of that kind of stuff. And as entertainers, we're one man, one woman jobs for most of the time. It's we do everything. And so it can it's really easy for a lot of people to actually ignore this fundamental element and not have a business plan and just roll on and on and on. So Ashley, what do we what do we mean by talking business plan? Because it sounds quite scary. Yeah, well, it's not scary and it's not a load of hard work, but it gives you clarity. It gives you vision, business direction. I mean, you can make sure that it aligns with your life vision, all of that. But you're going to start to put things in place so that you know what you're chasing. You know what you need to do. You know what you need to be doing over the next one year, two year, maybe one month, three months. Maybe you even boils down to what you should be doing in that specific day, that specific hour or at that specific minute in time. It keeps you up to date so you actually know where you are i know with tsm we have a business plan in place and um it will be so easy with tsm with all of our projects that we've got on the go to just go oh my gosh i better do this 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 and then before you know it you're like a headless chicken you're all over the place i know in my own entertainment career i have so many moving parts working with so many people it would be easy for me to do exactly the same as well and go okay so i've got to do gigs oh my god i've got to do youtube or maybe a blog oh oh i've got to maintain my website oh all this stuff and you can see how it causes a lot of stress now. And and I would just be at a point where I'm like, I have no idea where I'm going. So as well as that clarity, it's also a nice guide. At least for me, having a plan in place, a business plan in place, it keeps me with the ideas. It keeps me with, a cert- with an idea of the certain tasks that I should be doing at that specific moment in time. I know what my highest leverage goals are. I know my financial targets. I know the specific things that I want to hit. I know my niche. I know the clients that I want to aim for. It's all laid out for me. So it simplifies everything and it makes the process easier. This is so important. And again, you hit on something that's really, really crucial there. It's that if you don't know what you need to do in your entertainment business, well, you just check your business plan. 
Like it's really, really important to actually just have that that in place, not just so you actually know what you're doing at any given moment, but you also know where you're going or what to do next. And it, it really helps boil it all the way down to the type of content that you're posting on social media is another uh, crotch shot card trick, piece of sleight of hand or gimmick going to get you another three gigs that will do X, Y, Z in your, in your entertainment business. Well, for some people, that might just be the case. But for other people, that might not be the case. So having this business plan, it essentially becomes this all or nothing truth filter over your entire business. Like, what do you need to do? Does this fit into any of the plans that you've got in place? If yes, do it. If no, just don't do it. It's not a project for right now. Save all of these goals, ideas, these little videos. Save it all somewhere safe. But ultimately, it should all come into one sort of mechanism, that full plan. And I think as well on my own level, and just to really kind of hammer it home for you guys, so this kind of makes sense. I, I've mentioned in previous episodes, I've mentioned on various other events that obviously we do through TSM that Aiden has really helped me kind of elevate my career to a point where I'm now charging four figures for my online shows, which, you know, a year ago, a year and a half ago, that would have been mad. But I think, Aiden, that's probably down to actually refining and developing that business plan, getting a little bit more clarity. And therefore, I've been able to work out the specific fees that I need, the amount of gigs that I want, the type of gigs that I want. And and therefore, I feel more fulfilled with what I'm doing. I enjoy what I'm doing more. And as a buying product, I'm, product, I'm making a bloody lot more money from it. But I think that all boils down to having that business plan in place. You're completely right. It 100% does. And I think what's really important, we'll, we'll actually go through a let, let's kind of spend the rest of this episode and we'll do it as a step-by-step. -step and we, at this point, everybody, you, sh you should know how important a business plan is based on everything that we've said and uh, going forward. So we actually want to make sure that this is really clear and you can follow it in a super, super clear way. And we'll talk financials in just a minute. But before we get to that point, we say it an awful lot across TSM, across our podcast, across everything. Why are you doing this? Why are you in entertainment? Why are you in magic, mentalism? Why are you doing this stuff? Why are you gigging if you're gigging, if you're not, or you're in any business? And, and again, remember that we're going to keep it really sort of clear on magic and maybe reference a few business ideas, but it, all of the information applies everywhere. But why do you want to do this thing? What is that real reason, that driving force to get you out of bed in the morning to actually make you achieve this thing? At TSM, you know exactly what it is that we're doing. Our big why is to improve the quality of life for magicians across the globe through business mindset, performance and health. Like there are big dimensions and every day we wake up feeling energized, ready to actually get to work on TSM because of that purpose. So take that exact approach and, and work out what that big purpose is in your entertainment business. And I just want to point out something here that some people might be like, okay, well, mine's really simple. I just want to make £300,000 a year. That's not really their why, is it, Adam? No, 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 no. That's, that's not really a why. That's kind of a, a what. And we'll talk about those in a minute. There's a very big difference. But the why is that internal driving force. What is it that's getting you to that point? And uh, Stephen Kotler and his work over at the Flow Research Collective have, have they've done some incredible things. And Stephen Kotler in his recent book, The Art of Impossible, highly recommend. It's one of the few books that I actually gift to people. But in there, he outlines the five key intrinsic motivators. You've got curiosity, passion, purpose, autonomy, mastery. 
They're the key five and you have to build them in that order. So you take those curiosities and build those into a custom passion or a select number of passions. And what we mean by that is quite simply binding together all of the things that you're interested in and you're curious about and wrap those together. So what about magic or mentalism really interests you? Get really, really clear with that and start finding overlaps. And then you can find things that you're passionate about. Do more of that. When the purpose bit comes in, well, what you can actually do quite simply there is actually look bigger and think, what is the big impact that I want my entertainment career to have? At TSM, you know we're here improving the quality of lives, but that might not be the case within your entertainment business. Instead, you might quite simply want to impact the lives of XYZ number of people or XYZ type of people, or you just want to do something. The aim here is that you're finding that bigger reason to get you out of bed in the morning to do these shows. Because if you're just doing it for the sake of doing it, you're going to end up getting burnout quite quickly. Uh, you're actually going to end up having like these motivation dips, these passion actual dips. And we'll talk about this towards the back end of the episode, I'm sure. But actually, you, you start to lose that passion and that drive forwards. And we've seen so many people do that uh, and lose that passion over the course of the lockdown uh, and they've just quit magic and mentalism completely, purely because they're just not interested anymore. The drivers weren't there, and they were relying on those external factors that can change at any given moment. So we have to take the responsibility and bring it back inwards and really dial in that why. Well, that's it. It is really good and, and, and so beneficial to have that why there, because through the days where things aren't going your way, you've got a run of shows which all cancel, maybe coronavirus hits and all your shows cancel, Having that why keeps you on your feet and think, ah, I'm serving something bigger here. I've got that motivation. But also as well, I don't want people listening now to think, yeah, that, that's not really the important bit. I just want to do the financials of this. Let me give an actual practical example. We've done this multiple times through our seven-week elite coaching course with some of our students. And um, and something really, really, hap really interesting happened, actually, as we went through this process with them. I mean, they knew, a lot of them knew kind of their business plan, their, their financials, or at least in quotation marks, I should say business plan. They knew kind of their financials, what they wanted to do. But when we dialed it right back and said, you haven't actually got the, the foundations of a business plan in place. You haven't actually got that why there. Obviously, we explained about the, uh, the motivation. But something really interesting happened with this. We started searching for that why. We started searching for what they're curious about, what they're interested in. And you know what happened with most of these magicians? They went, ah, bugger me. I don't want to do close-up magic at weddings. I don't want to do it at parties. I want to do these very, very specific events. And to give one example, I want to do corporate events, but not just corporate events. I want to do corporate events for just people in the fitness industry, but not just corporate events for people in the fitness industry, corporate events for young entrepreneurs in the fitness industry. They niche down, they change their specific shows, which they were doing, and they took their magic and mentalism careers in a completely different direction. And as a byproduct, they were now more fulfilled because they were actually doing the types of gigs that they've always wanted to do, but they just didn't realize that they wanted to do. And it all came from understanding that why. Why do they want to do the things they want to achieve? And that gave them kind of, like you say, the, the what and how they're going to do it. And that, that for me, was to, to see it actually happen with our students. It was fascinating and rewarding, so rewarding on, on our half to see it happen with them. I, I think what's really important here is that Yes, it's it's one thing to go really big and, well, hey, change the world kind of thing. But ultimately, 
you just need a big enough purpose. And if you don't want to go commit to a bigger mission and impact lives of people and all, all of that kind of stuff, that is totally fine because that's not a thing for everybody. If we were all doing it, we'd get nowhere. But instead, start to look at what do you hope an entertainment career will actually bring to you? What are you hoping? If you get this thriving entertainment career and you're doing all of these incredible shows and you're earning the right amount of money, what does that look like? What does your life actually look like as a result of that string of shows? Because that is going to be the foundations of your why. Because that is what you want. That's what you're chasing. That is the lifestyle that you actually want. So really dialing that in, not only will it help make, like finding your ideal target client, like we've run a workshop on this, but finding your ideal target client, that becomes instant. Finalizing your full business plan or where to actually go becomes instant. And it all literally happens right at the start. And that's why we've spent like, what, maybe 10 minutes actually talking right now about this first element of like a full process because it it just unlocks so many elements. But a lot of people are probably wondering at this point, Ashley, well, yeah, okay, I've got my why. I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going in terms of what I, what kind of life I want. Where does the money come into this? Oh, yeah. How much do you want to make? More specifically, how much do you need to make is a very interesting one because when you, you ask people, how much do you want to make? They go, oh, I don't know. Uh, I could probably get due on this and that'll be enough to quit the day job. Or some people are overly ambitious and go, five bazillion pounds. Yeah, I'll do that. But looking at actually what you need, what you require to live the life you want to live is really interesting. And we actually have a very interesting model on how we can actually work out those financials. And I think if it's all right, Aiden, like, can we go through this on, like, spend a little bit briefly actually going through how we work out our ant our annual kind of numbers, our targets, so that people know how much they need to make in a year. Because then that, obviously, I'm just going one ahead just to explain to you guys why we got to go in this order. Because once we know our why, once we know our numbers, then we can start looking at what we want to charge, then the types of gigs. And you see the point here. We're now kind of putting out something big and now we're funneling down to the very, very specifics. But looking at those numbers, how much do you want? You should look at what is your lifestyle? Maybe what is some of the blocks in place? Are there are there financial blocks like you've got mortgages, payments, blah, 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 blah. You've got these specific credit card debts you have to pay off. You've got to look after family. You've got to pay car loans. Maybe, I don't know, heck, just to say, Aiden, if someone's looking to actually quit their day job, like that example I gave, you need to fact that, factor that in to obviously this annual number as well. You've got to factor that into your business plan. And when you're working out your targets, it's very easy for people to go, well, yeah, I'd be able to make my magic and mentalism career work if I actually stopped going out and socializing, stopped going for the coffees with my friends, stopped going to the cinema, stopped paying for Zoom shows, stopped paying for these online events, blah, blah, blah. No, you cannot stop doing that because then you are not living the life you want to live. You're now, you, you might have a great business. The business side of things is great, but now as a byproduct, you've suffered on the social side and Therefore, you're not going to be living that right, balanced life. So it's important to factor everything in. So once everyone knows kind of their stats and knows what they need to save and what their outgoings and, and all of that are, where do they go from there, Aiden? Well, yeah, I mean, you've touched on something, so we'll, we'll explain the full thing. So there's a process that, that, we, that we like to actually use, and we call it our annual Thrive number. And we actually teach this in our, in our coaching course. 
the Thrive number is essentially just a simple formula that you can just use to get clearer in terms of how much you need to make in a year. Because chances are, at the minute, you've either done one of two options. You've either thought about it and then plucked a number out of thin air, one that just might work, or you've not thought about it and don't have a number. Like, that that's really the kind of brackets. You either think about it and pluck a number, or you don't think about it and you don't bother. Or if I was to ask you right now, how much do you want to make in a year? You'd probably just have a number jump to mind. That's actually without that work. So the formula that we actually like to use, it's quite simple. Is you take your overall monthly expenses, and remember that's including those leisure activities, that's including all of the, the extra little things that you pay for, your all of your bills, savings, all of that. Bundle that all into one. What do you need to be making per month? We then add a little buffer on the top of that. Just to, just to be safe, for, for example, if your expenses were £2,000 a month, we might add an extra £500 or an extra 1000 Like This bit is up to you. How much do you want as a safety buffer per month? Add that on the top. Then, quite simply, now you've got a month. Times that by 12. Then realistically, we'd have 12 months worth of, of wages. But we actually like to add another 10% on the top of all of that. So again, I appreciate that this is mathsy and it's probably a little bit confusing, but quite simply, take all of your outgoings, your expenses, add a little buffer, multiply that by 12, and then add 10% of that overall number. And the reason we do that is that just gives us plenty of safety buffers. It then becomes custom to what we actually want to be earning as an entertainer based on our lives, rather than just picking a random number out of nowhere. And it just really makes it super clear, right? Okay, now I need to get exactly this amount to have a safety buffer to cover all of my expenses and to go from there. What I think is also really interesting as well on this is actually preparing for the future. Actually looking forwards when you're embedding these numbers because you might want to move. You might literally want to move house to a completely different location, but you need to save for that. Or or maybe you've got... um, a holiday that you want to pay for next year or, or something like that, a big expense in the way. You can actually factor that in. I personally would actually consider that adding that as a savings expense and just adding that in that initial monthly fee so that that gets accounted for over the course of your entire Thrive number. And just in doing that, you cover for all grounds, everything else as well that's going on, plus your savings are included in that, plus you've got your buffer And now you've got a financial metric that you can actually chase with your entertainment business. I I just think it makes much more sense than picking a random number or even just copying somebody else or not having a number in place. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we actually had this as a small part in obviously our Learn to Thrive course. But the reason why we decided to put this in today's podcast is because no one really talks about money. We've said this in a in a past episode, like, how much would you charge? Like, And we said it's a really taboo subject. So we wanted to include it today because we think it's a really really useful system and it gives you that clarity and then what do you do once you've got your annual thrive number what do you do once you've got that big figure in the sky you've got your why you know how much you need how much you want where do you go from there it starts with breaking it down again looking at your specific goals setting yourself targets what do you need to do what can you do and there is a really really important thing i want to point out here aiden and i would love you to touch on this in a second but a lot of people think when they have, uh, I don't know, I am going to pluck a figure out of the sky for this one. £30,000 is their uh, annual Thrive number. 
Okay, what are the goals? What are the specific targets you've got here? Oh, well, I've got a rebrand. I've got to do a leaflet drop. I've got to do my website. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I've then got to make some phone calls. No, you've got to prioritize. You've got to start looking at your highest leverage task. What is going to be like the one, two or three highest, most unlocking things you can do right now to actually delve a bit deeper, to actually start working and getting closer to your targets, your metrics, hitting all of your KPIs, all of that. Like, what are you supposed to be doing right now? What is the most important thing? People often forget this, Aiden, and that's why a lot of entertainers are so busy, aren't they? And a lot of the times they're not getting the results they want or need because they're focusing on the silly things and they're obsessing over business cards and branding instead of actually making phone calls and contacting clients. I think it's worth bringing up again that like you mentioned business cards, branding in particular. Well, I know we've said it before, but we'll say it again. Branding is not your colours schemes and your, your logos and your graphics and how swish your website looks. That is not what branding is. Branding is simply trust. Your marketing promotional materials should give your audience enough faith in you as an entertainer, as a performer, as an act, as a business person, however you want to call yourself, to actually then inquire or to book. That's all it is. You don't need to have the absolute fanciest website on the entire planet that's got these amazing color schemes and all of that stuff. Sure, that, that kind of helps. It helps as a bit of social proof, but ultimately it is that trust and that relationship with your clients that's what's really important but you you talk about something there that's really interesting in terms of actually unlocking moves and we actually interviewed uh, rian doris who is actually the co-founder of the flow research collective he's actually coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks time talking productivity task management and things but having that goal stack is something that is so important and i learned it from him first of all but having that goal stack actually does mean that you can look, right, what are the three to five big things that are going to allow me to make that much money and, and again, don't forget this, and reach that lifestyle or that life vision? What are the big three to five things that are actually going to help me get to that point? And when you know those three to five things, you can then break those down into smaller like subtasks. What do I need to do? to make this happen. And again, three to five is just a really good number. It's not too many. It's not too few. It really focuses you on the present moment. And actually having those goal stacks and those clear targets are, are so important. And uh, in fact, we we broke down this entire process in, in my TSM Live lecture, um, which is uh, if you guys actually want to listen to that full convention, in fact, not just my lecture, you grab uh, the Mastering Online Shows. It's our 14-day course and actually building, running and profiting from uh, virtual entertainment and virtual shows so actually in there we look at the got the, the goal stack and and breaking it down and make, building it all the way up to this big why and then breaking the full business all the way back to what are you going to be doing this year this quarter this month this week today right now what can you be doing and if it's not the highest leverage thing or there's something that would be a better time investment well the key is to just go and do that. As you said, Ashley, it's not playing around with the social media. It's quite literally looking at maybe phoning up those clients, building and deepening that relationship, even if they don't have a gig for you right now. There is nothing stopping you hopping on the phone. And in fact, you you did this recently. Is this something that you're happy to quickly talk about? Yeah, go for it. Um, this is something I actually done. I um. I made £3,000 selling £0 tickets for an online show. 
Let that sink in. And all I'd done was I hopped on the phone to every single person that's ever booked me in the past. And I was like, hey, how are you doing? I had friendly, authentic conversation. And I'll probably put a video out. There's probably a video somewhere of me talking about this. Maybe on the YouTube or elsewhere actually breaking this down. But very short for you guys. Um, I just had authentic conversation, as you've heard in networking. It's all about being like the networking podcast. It's all about being authentic and genuine. And through doing that, I managed to find opportunities and when i found those opportunities i was able to chase it for example hey how are you doing oh where are you working at the moment oh you're working here light goes on in my head bingo corporate entertainment at this company what are you up to oh wedding mm, i don't really do weddings but it is a past client and i will do weddings for past clients bingo another opportunity and i just kept going like that and like that and it was just through having all corporate um Authentic conversation and yeah, three thousand pounds off uh, zero pound tickets ain't bad. Technically, it was four thousand, but one of those uh, uh, just needs firming up, so I've got to hop on the phone with someone. So really, that's why it was kind of three thousand. But yeah, that that just proves the point. And I just want to give a real practical, uh, another practical example actually of how we do this in TSM. We've obviously got our big plan, and what you've mentioned there is kind of like OKRs, objective key results. We got our our big kind of vision, our big plan. That's like our why on the front of our website. This is like the thing we're doing but we've solidified it and make it a little bit more understandable for us and everyone to explain and then we broke that down into exactly like you said the three to five things that we can do to actually achieve that we then broke that down again and we kept breaking it down into the specific what do we need to do this year what do we need to do this quarter what do we need to do this month what do we do this week and then it's what do we need to do this day right now and what we do today affects that big thing and like i said it's now given me clarity so that i know exactly what i need to be doing to achieve that thing Heck, that's exactly what Elon Musk does, and he's doing all right for himself, isn't he? Hey there, guys. It's Aiden here from the Successful Mentalist podcast. Just interrupting for a quick second to say thanks for listening. Now, of course, if you have just got a few moments, bring out your phones, whack the, the little subscribe button on. Um, yep, you know, the one that says subscribe. Just press that button, and again, you're going to get updates from Every time that we drop a new episode, you'll get those notifications straight into your mobile device or wherever you're listening to us. And again, it'll help boost our stats and get us out to more magicians and entertainers across the world, which is exactly what we want. Anyway, I'm going to leave you to go back to the podcast now, but make sure you subscribe. You know, Elon's uh, like great and we're, we're talking about our world of things, but I want to feed this back in a way that people can actually understand and, and kind of see as an entertainment business. Because we're talking our own, like we're talking TSM here and people might not connect with that or see how that imp you know, like implicates upon their entertainment business. So let's actually have a look at that now. Let's make, say maybe you've got your why in place and you realize you go through the annual Thrive number process and you actually work out exactly how much you need to make. And let's say that's maybe £100,000. Maybe that's what the number is. Like We'll just use that as a, a, a number for now. And let's say you actually, you know exactly how many gigs you want to do. Maybe you want to gig 24 times a year. Maybe that's it. You just want to gig 24 times per year. Well, now we can actually start looking at the numbers behind that and actually looking, right, those 24 gigs, how much am I going to need to actually make from those 24 gigs? And in the case of like the 100,000, let's actually literally, I'm not good at math, so I'm, I'm full disclosure, I'm, uh, I'm not Googling this, I'm calculating it right now. So 24 gigs at 100,000 pounds, that means the average gig price would have to be 4,166 pounds and 66 pence. And that's a recurring number, but 
for just over four grand per gig. So working that out and looking at your ideal target client, which is, again, that's information that you're going to have to go and uh, actually go deep on that uh, and, and sort of research ideal target client ahead of time um, before you actually get into this world of things. And if you haven't done that yet, then now is a great time. Find out exactly who your ideal target client is. You now know one of the elements is that they've got to have at least four grand of disposable income for their events. Whatever event that might be, who knows? But now you know exactly who you're trying to serve through your entertainment. You know exactly where you're going, what the big vision actually is, and what measurables are there. Let's break this down into some key objectives and then actually some, like you mentioned there, Ashley, we use objectives and key results as the key process for TSM. So let's map a, a, an objective. Let's go with, um, let's say a high profile residency, slap bang in the center of London. I, Not my environment, not my field. This is probably way out of whack, but we'll roll with it. High profile residency in the center of London. Well, first off, you know your client. Where are they going to go out for a meal? Where are they going to take friends? Where are they going to go? And again, the the actual price per meal is a really great indicator if you're not using this already when you're looking for a residency. Look at the average price per meal and use that to dictate what type of people are there, what type of clientele does that residency have? And again, maybe your that's your objective to actually secure a high-profile residency in the center of London that will allow you to connect with your ideal target client on repeated occasions. Let's look at that now as a, a key results and break those down. Maybe one of those is quite simply to find all of those residencies. Actually looking at and finding those potential options. Maybe you shortlist 10 within a specific area. Step two might then actually be reaching out and booking one of those, actually getting face-to-face -face and securing that residency. And then you can look at other things and actually looking at once you've got that gig, once you've landed that residency, how many leads are you getting per night? How many leads are you getting per, per time that you're there, per time slot, per unit of time? How many leads are you getting? Because if that's not up to par and that doesn't fit a key result that you're chasing, maybe that's what we need to up. So, for example, we might say that, oh, in order to, to do this, we need 24 gigs a month. There's actually well, 24 gigs a year, sorry, is two gigs per month. Well, maybe let's say I need five leads every unit of time I'm there. So if I'm there once a month, five leads. If I'm only getting three leads, I now know exactly what I need to do. I need to be better at generating leads in that moment. And if maybe I'm getting 10 leads, great. Maybe I can actually up my fee. Maybe I can I can shift the events I do. Maybe I can change it up a little bit. But again, I, I've probably butchered this, Ashley. But is this making sense from an entertainment perspective of how important it is to take this big mission, these numbers, and boil it right back down so you've got those clear step-by-steps? Yeah, and you haven't butchered it because I actually know people who have spreadsheets and they have, for example, their residencies on there and they say, how many gigs are they getting on average per month? And they've got a conversion ratio of how likely they are to convert it from that specific residency. They monitor their residencies and they know, okay, is this residency maybe worthwhile compared to this one? Because this one, I get like double the amount. So they're actually able to monitor where's best to kind of put their time and actually stack it down. And just by measuring certain 
certain things and and understanding heck i know people that even do it for example with monitoring their conversion rates on the phone to see if that's out of whack to know if they need to kind of up their sales game up their, how they actually communicate with them i know people monitor like obviously their marketing and facebook ads is a huge one like if you're doing facebook ads google advertising youtube advertising any type of advertising you've got to actually monitor it don't you there's no point throwing money at the wall <laughs> and just hoping like you get some stuff back you've got to monitor it like what's actually happening what leads are you getting what are those percentages what how much do you have to pay for a certain lead and when you can work that out you can work out is this better than a residency or is it worse than a residency? Is this better than advertising in the paper or worse? Blah, blah, blah. You can start to compare certain things. So then you know where's best to actually put your time as well. Like we are very, like very quickly, I'm going to put this in quotation marks, a great word, businessified an entertainment career. But this is what it needs to be. Like if you want to have a successful entertainment career and charge well and have the freedom to live the life you want, then you've got to be looking at it this way. But also, like, you don't need to put time. Like, you shouldn't be spending hours upon hours staying up late at night. And this is probably going to touch into something which we might say in a fortnight or so in terms of, like, the amount of time you put into this. But you should work out how to do this so that it's efficient, it's quick for you, because there's no point spending a million and one hours on this when you know your time's better on the phone, maybe generating those those leads and going for there. But another point, don't let all of this put you off and and bog you down. I want to I, I want to re kind of gain it back round here and actually say you need obviously you need to understand this and this is bloody crucial stuff. Like honestly, this stuff will elevate your entertainment business, but you've got to have a clear direction. Where are you going? And hopefully now, like you've got a better understanding of the financials, the actual like, I guess, business side of things. But where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Like, where's your vision? And I think that's where understanding the why is definitely going to help when it comes to linking that in. So you know, know that path, that journey where you're meant to be on so that you're not just doing all of this random stuff, which a lot of entertainers seem to do. Oh, yeah, I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. And then they're they're ridiculously busy, but then they're not happy with the gigs they get in. And then they're not getting the fees they want because they're just kind of willy nilly running around doing all of these various different things. So how would someone start getting that clear direction now, Aidan, once they've done all of this hard graft? I'll be honest. I think I think a lot of a lot of this work happens up front. If, if I'm completely honest, I think if you go through this full process, really dialing in a why that is so powerful and works for you, and then you use that and work out your current and future situation to to pull together that annual Thrive number, that financial metric that you need to chase for, and you really set the right goals, if you go through that exact process that we've just outlined, there is no reason that you'll, you'll be jumping between gigs and jumping back and forwards. The, the real aim is now just actually going ahead and going doing things. And when you get like knocked down a little bit, pick yourself back up and keep moving. You've got your measurables. You're, if anything, you can if you get a no to a client, if you're on a Zoom call pitching a, a an event or a meeting, or a, you're on a meeting, sorry, and you're pitching an event, and they say no to to having you there. Well, that's that you can no longer take that personally. It's not like they didn't want 
you is just oh okay my conversion ratio wasn't high enough my my actual number of my my sales ability probably wasn't a 10 on this call that's something that i need to improve and then we can track that and scale it back but if you really want to do all of this work it happens up front and it happens up at the at the why and and really in finding it out there and i mentioned it earlier actually building up those passions and and building up what it is that you're intrinsically motivated towards and when you know that the rest of the process kind of falls in place and if you find something that just isn't working don't be afraid to delete it and like just move on we do this all the time like in our entertainment businesses and we do this actually in the case of tsm as well like whenever there's a project that we just don't like and it just doesn't resonate or it's not giving us the biggest return of investment or it's not the highest leverage task towards my thrive number and actually my overall why and my overall vision we'll just scrap it and just move on and i know that definitely doesn't answer the question that you've just asked there but it's a it's kind of important to know that moving forwards in a direction that you've intentionally chosen is far better and staying stagnant and being busy being busy and doing everything well it links into something which you actually done for your other business stop existing like i know in episode five of that podcast it was all about stop wasting your time i mean yeah this is it like uh, there's a lot of people that uh, they actually are fans of this podcast they listen to this podcast even though they're not magicians but like we both work with and we're in a bunch of awesome communities with people that that we're helping coaching mentoring do all of that kind of fun stuff and they get so amazed by the amount we're doing so quickly and we have it in tsm as well like you guys are listeners like how are you guys doing so much do you ever sleep and well, fun fact yes we do in fact we are uh, just this evening we're actually continuing for part two of our uh, biohacking challenge our 30-day biohacking challenge on the subject of sleep so uh that was a kind of an awkward leveraged lever arms shameless plug there but we'll roll with that but yeah so the the key is that they just um blown away by how much we're doing and how quick we're doing it and the key is we're just not wasting time we, we're not trying to make things perfect we're not trying to do things the best that we possibly can we're just putting the the foot on the gas oh, i'm not a car guy either this is terrible but we're just moving forwards and that's it and again uh, yeah you mentioned the plug if you want to go and check out the stop existing show that's over at my other company stop existing helping people to actually live a more intentional life and we're tailoring this more to now sort of entrepreneurs and people that are actually helping people so again all of this information can directly apply over there but there was a complete episode talking about the the premise of stop wasting time which again i put a lot of work into that again if you want to check that one out just the stop existing show yeah, honestly, you're doing a great job over there at that company, and it just shows that you're able to run all of these different products, entertainment, career, TSM, and that company, because you're not wasting time. But I really want to kind of wrap this up as we get to the end of today's podcast, and it's it's really um, one thing. It's easy to enjoy the ups and all the good things that come within an entertainment career, but when there's ever a moment where things aren't going the way you want you're not hitting your targets like i know at the moment a lot of people have struggled especially at the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic it's easy to look at this and go oh this is just a horrible situation but if you have a strong why it's important to just kind of like refocus on that and think that's what i'm doing here's my big thing my big mission and this is what gets you out of bed in the morning so that you can continue doing it and from my own perspective 
like if you ever do get like a month three months down the line and you lose motivation that quickly then i don't think you've really understood what we've said at the beginning of this podcast in terms of generating a business plan and it starts with a foundation of why it, it tells me that you're not focusing on something which you want to do which is important to you and you've not built those solid foundations up in place and that's why you've you've now lost motivation well, you, I mean, you're completely right. I tell people this all the time. Whenever there's a case of that motivation dip, if you, I, I always ask the question, what's the purpose? What's the why? Well, okay, and, and what's the goal? What's the target? What's that future? Because if you can't see that future in absolute clear, vivid detail to the point that you could shut your eyes and almost feel that future, and it's, it's probably sounds a little bit weird and mystical at this point, and a lot of you will probably actually be listening and thinking, yeah, no, that's not for me. But if you can do this, really, you can see it in your mind's eye and, and as clear as anything what it would actually be like that motivation dip is gone and remember those five intrinsic motivators up the, up the that we mentioned at the top of the episode curiosity passion purpose autonomy mastery in that order that is what it takes to achieve the impossible and, and like the impossible in the general sense of the word but again if you want to check that out go to the art of impossible.com and go and check out Stephen Kotler's book but if you do these in this order you won't ever have to worry about these motivation dips because you've got that bigger mission you've got something that's pulling you intrinsically through and I always like to see it as like a push and a pull if we're having to motivate ourselves to go and do something it's like us having to literally push this giant uh, box up a, up a hill however the intrinsic motivators those curiosity passion purpose autonomy mastery well that's like us being at the top of the hill and having a rope tied around that and we're pulling it all the way up. So it's, it's this pull and this push of that motivation rather than having to push this and do loads and loads of extra work to leverage this, this workload and these outputs and these goals all the way up to the top. Instead, we're already there. We're just using systems and we're using these business plans and using these technical um, sort of systems that will help us bypass all of the, the BS and the, the hustling and all of that kind of stuff to just bring that metaphorical box to the top of the hill. And that metaphorical box, for those who didn't get the reference, is essentially your thriving entertainment career. Yeah. And obviously what we've shared today is really only one piece of the jigsaw puzzle, right? I mean, it's a very bloody important piece of that jigsaw puzzle. But if people really resonated with this, Aiden, and they would go, yeah, no, this is fantastic. Or, or even if people just want to dive deeper in general, we are actually doing something so where where can they go where can they find this thing that we are doing yeah, so we're, we're, we're essentially hosting a free webinar it's a free training um it's going to be about 90 minutes two hours long and it will essentially be covering uh, and explaining our full thrive model now this thrive model actually covers the 11 key categories that resemble a thriving entertainment career. We've looked and we've studied uh, all of the top pros we've interviewed, we've discussed, and we've actually boiled the entire entertainment career, a thriving entertainment career, into these 11 categories. Now, in the webinar, we're not going to go through all 11, but instead we're actually going to pick a couple of those, maybe three or four, and we're going to teach you how to actually do these things in a way that will, if you do nothing else and just act on one of those principles, you will have a transformed entertainment business. Now, if you want to actually sign up and, and join us for that live training, if you head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash thrive, which is T-H-R-I-V-E, and you can check the show notes, we'll put all the links in there. But if you want to come along, that would be absolutely great. Essentially, we're going to be teaching you four of these really key high leverage elements that you can take and implement on the call 
It's not one of those weird webinars where you can like have a load of stuff, learn a load of stuff, make a load of notes and never do anything with. You will be doing the work on the call so that when you finish the call, you've actually got not just an action plan, but you've already started doing the work. I, I'll, be, I'll be honest, it blew my mind when we thought about it this way before, but that's really it. So if you want to come and really make progress towards that hustle-free, thriving entertainment career that would skyrocket you to a life that you actually want to enjoy and live and love, this is the webinar. This is the first place. So that's at thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash thrive. So with that said, I hope you guys have enjoyed today's podcast and we look forward to seeing you at the webinar. Best of luck with obviously building your business plans. Best of luck within your own entertainment careers itself. And if you have any questions, as always, we always say, do drop us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or email us, info at thesuccessfulmentalist.com. But with that said, enjoy the rest of your day. Have a lovely good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever on earth you guys are in the world. My name's Ashley Green. As always, I'm joined by the fantastic co-host that is Aidan O'Sullivan, and this is the Successful Mentalist Podcast. Hey, it's Aidan here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magicians Business Group, and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside, so to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group, and the magic of the internet will take you straight there, or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magicians Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz, and we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum and we'll send you all of the details.